Broadcasting from a location within a several mile radius of Wrigley Field, it's Mike and Mark Club the Cubs with Mike Maloney and Mark Rosenthal. And now, here's Mike and Mark. Hello and welcome to another installment of Mike and Mark Love the Cubs. I'm Mike. I'm Mark. And, and we love the Cubs. Cubs. Oh, Mark. Mike. Oh, man, it's a great day. Oh, it's a fantastic I'm day. I'm feeling great. I just filled my belly with some delicious hot... Nashville hot chicken. And I just filled my belly with some delicious Italian sausage mm. and tricolor rotini pasta. Mm. And the old styles are open and flowing. We are ready to go. Cheers, buddy. Let's Cheers, talk buddy. about our Chicago Cubs. That's right. Mark, it has been a good couple of weeks for us. It's right been a now. great couple of weeks, Mike. Uh, we're currently sitting about a game and a half behind Milwaukee for first place in the division, which is nice. It's a good place to be early in the season. Could we be better in first? Yes. Yes. But a game and a half, that's nothing. And here's the thing. We're only sitting a game and a half, two games back of them because they have like four games in hand because of our LVP for the first uh, chunk of our podcast, which was the weather that Correct. canceled all of the games. That's right. We've so lost if, approximately 50 games to weather this Yeah, game. absolutely. So like, I, I, I'm feeling good about it right now because if we actually play the games that we're supposed to and, and the same number, I'm feeling good about our team. We're like, kind of... There's still some areas that we can improve, but we're kind of firing on all cinder, cylinders. Like, statistically, this team is killing it right now. Well, right now, we are leading the National League in ERA and run scored. Yes. Which is huge. Right. Uh, the, pretty important stats. It's pretty big stats, because those are the two things that kind of win games. Yes. Uh, earned run average being like, that's how many runs you give up. Yep. And run scored is how um, many runs you got. And Mark, fun fact, mm-hmm. fun fact for all those listeners out there as well. Uh, including John Lackey, who we know listens to the podcast. Of course, John. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, John. Um, a fun fact about baseball, when you score more runs than the other team, uh, you win the baseball game. Whoa, whoa, wait. Hold on. Mike, yeah. Mike I'm gonna need, we're going to need to unpack this here. Okay, okay. Because that seems, like, not right. Yeah. Can you, can you just tell me the math on that? Okay, so Mark, sure. me and you okay. are playing baseball against each other. Gotcha. Okay? I'm assuming in this situation we've all been cloned and there's nine versions of us on the field. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yes, definitely. We are playing against each other. And as we play, uh-huh. we're both scoring runs. Gotcha. I score more runs than you. Okay. What happens at the end of that? We fight. To the death? Yeah, obviously. Okay. And then we kiss and make up, right? Yes, of course. That's a pretty good outcome. Yeah, that's pretty great. But, like, I still win. That's how the... Oh, see? okay. I got you now. Yeah. Now it's all starting what to make sense. What sparks the fight, because you're upset, is because, because you, you did not beat win. me. Okay. Yep. All yep. right. Well, I am... Uh, I just learned some lessons, folks. This is great. Yeah. 35 years it took me to figure out what winning is. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In, yeah, it's great. Um, Mark, let's get right into it. Um, just a quick little two-week recap of what we've been dealing with, you know, since we've last recorded. Um I believe when, when we were last here, we had just played cl- a two-game set with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't go very well. Nope. But then we got a weekend series with San Francisco, and we went, We took two of three from them. We took two of three from Pittsburgh. That's right. And then we went to New York, the Big Apple, and got those brooms out and swept the Mets. Yes. Which, Mark, I used to live in New York. Of course. My disdain for that city is flowing through my veins. I feel like it's well documented. And well documented. And when, just to have that sweep of the New York Mets just mm-hmm. filled me with a joy. 
that I can't describe. It was incredible. Sure. Well, the Mets are currently... We shouldn't... While it is always great to defeat the Mets, the Mets are currently in a terrifying freefall. Absolutely. Because all of their players are actively dying. Yes. Yeah, they are literally falling apart. Yeah. And then anybody who is not falling apart is a pitcher who literally just th- is a former pitcher in a 16-inch softball league. And they just throw it right down the middle and give up an abnormal amount of runs. It seemed yeah. like every game that we were playing the Mets, we were losing, and then the sixth inning came when the starter came out, and then it just all fell apart. Yeah, their bullpen is a real dumpster fire, Real, Mike. real piece of work. It's, it's real rough. Like, that other game, the game of the other night we were playing, uh, DeGrom was pitching. I mean, he was killing yes. us. yes. And I'm like, who is this asshole? <laughs> and turns out that asshole's a really good pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and made us look dumb. But then we uh, we defeated them. We defeated them like handedly. Super great. Yeah, it was really really great. That fourteen inning uh, yes. game, which we will talk about in just a bit. But like it was just like back and forth, and then all of a sudden, one of their bullpen guys came in in the fourteenth inning, and we scored all of the runs. Yeah, he pooped the bed real hard. Yeah, like. real real hard. Yeah, he pooped on the bed and then just kind of uh, rolled around. Yeah, he kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Had he just put it under his pillow, it'd have been fine. He'd Ab- have gotten that two dollars in the morning. Absolutely. But he didn't. He just had to wallow in his own filth. Yeah, for like sure. Pig. Hey, life lessons here at Mike and Mark Love the Cubs. Put your poop under your pillow That's and you true. get two dollars. That's true. Yeah. Don't ask where it comes from. Don't ask who gives it to you. Just accept that two dollars will be there. And then, you know, just collect your winnings and Yeah. And save up for a moped. Yeah. Ooh, a moped. A moped. Nice. Maybe, maybe a Vespa. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Mike, I like where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, I like it too. I like you're going like personal two-wheel uh, conveyances. This is really <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, this is real good. Yeah, I like real, it. Real, but like also buy a helmet because like, let's be safe. Sure, be safe. So yeah, Absolutely. you got a budget for the helmet. Correct. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So just um, throw a couple extra poos in there. All yeah, right. definitely, definitely. All right, Mark, let's get into it. Um, this recap has been great. Um, there's something that I want to recap before we get into our MVP, LVP. Of course, We Mike. always like to document. Um, I did, in fact, in the past couple of weeks, I did get to go to a Cubs game. Hey, good It was you, very exciting. Um, there's a story behind this, though. Okay. Okay. So my buddies and I, we always do an NCAA bracket challenge every year. Sure. Everybody fills out their bracket. We calculate points. And then whoever does the best, um, we all do an activity together. And whoever does the best does not have to pay for said activity. And then the loser has to uh, wear or do something embarrassing at said activity, right? So uh, we decided to go to a Cubs game. We did a rooftop, all you can eat, all you can drink, like super fun time. Sounds like good times. Beers were flowing. Um, I did not win, however. Oh. I did not even come in second or third place. No. Mark, I came in dead last. No. So I was the one that had to do something... uh, very embarrassing. Sure. And Mike, what did you have to do that was so embarrassing? Well, I had to wear a a certain undergarment that a- is popular with the uh, female persuasion. So, oh, okay. Um, I almost said diaper until you added the female oh qualifier. My god. Oh that. my god, a diaper would have been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Although we Mark, should- Mark, I wore a thong. Oh. Well, Mike, let me just say this. I just want to get this out of here. We're a progressive podcast. Yeah. Anyone can wear a thong. Anyone can wear a thong. It's okay. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You know what? I, I you apologize. Should, you shouldn't have even been embarrassed. You should have been proud, Mike. You know what? I didn't hate wearing it. I bet it was super comfortable. Uh, it, it, you know, it was kind of refreshing, like, just getting a breeze up your back thighs. You I know? like the sound up, of you that. Know, up your hamstrings. It yeah, like, goes yeah. all the way instead of it being, uh, you know, obstructed by boxers or what? what or boxer briefs. Or boxer briefs. Or briefs. Or, or nothing. Yes. Uh, well, it was very similar to nothing, actually. Sure. It was very freeing. Um, Mark, I have I have 
image proof of this. Documented evidence? Documented evidence that I was in a male thong. Um, this is the truth. I have not shown Mark this picture. Nope, I have not seen it uh, up until this point. Mark, are you ready for this picture? Uh, I, I know I am ready. Okay. But I don't know if, like... I don't know if, like, my feelings are ready. Ooh, it's gonna be great. Okay, yeah. you ready for it, buddy? I might get way too turned on, Mike. Okay, here we go. Oh... That's great. <laughs> That's real good. Yeah? That, is not, that doesn't even look like a thong. It looks almost like a jockstrap you got going on there. Well, it kind of was, but there's a, maybe a little bit better of you. Oh, uh, yeah, it's definitely a thong. Def, yeah, definitely <laughs> thong. Mike, you have a well-toned buttocks, I've got to say. Thank you so much. No problem. And I gotta say, very smooth looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't want to see me wearing one of those no. things. <laughs> it would look like... It, just imagine Robin Williams wearing one and then double that. Oh, okay. It's going to be real unfortunate for everybody involved. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, it's not like I do anything to, to make that be as smooth as silk down there. Just, so you're just naturally gorgeous. I guess. Good for you, yeah, buddy. Hey, thanks, Good buddy. for you. Thanks. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of who I am. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was definitely an experience. Um, would I do it again? I wouldn't, I, you know, it's it's fine. You know, if you're, if you're meant to embarrass me with a sure. lost bet, you're not embarrassing me. Right. It was it was a moderately delightful experience. Oh, yeah, nice. It was great. Uh, all right, Mark. Should we get to our MVP and LVP of, course, of let's the last do it. couple of weeks? I love it. Uh, Mark, we're going to start off on a high note. Of course. The highest of highs. Yes. Mark, give me your MVP for the last couple of weeks. Mike, my MVP for the last couple of weeks is my MVP from the last couple of weeks before... I'm sticking with Javi Baez, Mike. Wow. You know, I, I, you know, I would say hot take, but it's really not a hot take. It's, it's not it's, anymore. It's not anymore. He it's is not, no. absolutely incredible. That's right. He's still hitting around the 270 area, still hitting for power, uh, still an amazing guy in the field. He's doing everything that he's been doing so far this year rocking at a very like, high level. Rocking like seven chains still. Yes. Chain game is just... It's on point, Mike. It is on, uh, as the kids say, Felic. On Felic. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's putting together a case to be an all-star this year, for sure. Definitely. Uh, if not a starter, uh, because there's people in the baseball elite that doesn't like that, he has fun. Uh, at the very least, he'll be like on the roster, I think. Definitely. Uh, he's been playing lights out, Mike. Uh, so yeah, I'm sticking... What about man Javi Baez? Yeah, I mean, leading, almost leading the league, at least leading the NL in RBIs right now. Like, he is, he's just locked in and playing extremely, extremely well this year. And doing so while being shuffled around the lineup. Absolutely. He's hit, you know, in like the, you know, down the bottom part of the lineup, seven or eight. He's hit at the top of the lineup in the two. He hit cleanup a couple games. He's been all over. All over the place. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't you know, matter. It's, you know, a lot of times when you put a guy in like a seven or the eight spot, we talked about this last time, like, with Hayward sometimes right behind him or the pitcher spot right behind him. Like, it doesn't matter. He's still producing and and bringing in a lot of runs for the Cubs. Right. Which is just pretty dope. It's pretty great. And also, Mike, I have an honorable mention MVP. Ooh, I like an honorable mention. And, uh, I think this might be the first time any of us have picked this gentleman for an MVP. Maybe. Ooh, ooh, breaking news. Jason Hayward. Oh, and the hammer drops. Mike, Jason Hayward has very quietly been putting together a pretty productive season. Yeah. And especially the last couple weeks, he has been 
crushing it. Absolutely. Uh, he's still not hitting for the power that like a human being that is built like a Greek god brick shit house should be. Yes, absolutely. But he's getting on base. Mm-hmm. He is uh, mm-hmm. raising his average and still playing his characteristic fantastic defense in the field. Definitely. Uh, a nice little move up to the second spot in the lineup has definitely seemed to jolt him awake. Uh, I, I just want to give... Jay Hay, a little bit of recognition because you're killing it right now, buddy, and we love it. I love it too. That's a, that's a great, great, excellent call out. I agree with all those points that you're making. Watching him, it's it is interesting how how quiet everyone is about how well he's been playing. Yes, it's like they love to harp on him when he's not playing well and he's not worth the contract. But now when he's actually kind of producing it for the team, it's like okay, well, where, where's the love? It's on Mike and Mark Love the Cubs. That's right. Yep. That's right. Mike, mm. we picked my MVP. Mm. Yeah. And HM MVP. Mm-hmm. Mike, who's your MVP? My MVP, I'm just going to go out and write, say it right away, is Bam Bam Skinny Kyle Schwarber yes. himself. You know, I was looking at his stats right now, Mark. If I compare certain things to last year, he has already played 50 games. He has 34 walks in 50 games so far. Wow. Okay? In 129 games last year, he only had 59 walks. So, so he, he is, is more than halfway to his walks that he got last year in a, a quarter of a the quarter games. A quarter of the games, which is incredible. If you look at his um, if you look at some of his other stats, uh, his strikeouts, he only has 48 strikeouts through 50 games. La- uh, last year he had 150 through 129. Um, previous seasons with uh, at, for his RBIs right now, he's already at 28 RBIs, where he only had 59 last year. Like he is, he is producing this year, and it shows. And defensively, he has been gunning out people left and right. You don't run on Bam Bam anymore. You can't. You can't run on Skinny Kyle Schwarber. He'll put those show choir dance moves on you and throw you. Absolutely, Mike. You know, he's expanded his range out there in the field. He's able to get to some of those balls he couldn't get to last year when he was carrying a little bit of that extra heft there. Uh, And, yeah, he is actually putting together a pretty great season, not only as a hitter, but as a fielder. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll take, you know, I'm going to take all the good. And the thing is, is, like, I I see him producing. I think uh, there's a little bit of an opportunity for like the timeliness of his hits, you know, getting guys with runners on base and stuff like that. Of course. He's hitting a lot of solo home runs, a lot of, you know, getting a lot of uh, runs when it doesn't really matter, but, you know, there are big times when he's like not really producing. But uh, I mean, I, uh, that's frustrating on a, on, a ma- on a micro level, but big sure. picture and what he's doing statistically this season, like, he's playing great. He is. And to be fair, Mike, uh, knocking in runners that are in scoring position isn't just a Bam Bam problem. No. It's a Cubs problem. No, it is a Cubs problem altogether. Yes, yeah, definitely. we've got a lot of issues with that. Yep. Uh, Mark, I got a surprise for you, buddy. Oh, yeah? I also have an honorable MVP. So you have an HM MVP too? Absolutely. Whoa. I know. Mike. Great minds think alike, buddy. Lay it on me, homie. Okay, so if you remember from our last episode. I do. My LVP that I had was a certain relief pitcher, Luke Farrell. Yes. He came in in the series against the Cardinals, back-to-back games, gave up walk-off home runs, and then Monday morning, as soon as the series was over, was immediately optioned down. Yes. Um, well... Should have been. Should have been. He is a right, monster. Rightfully slow. Yes. So... We've rightfully some, slow? Rightfully so. <laughs> That's the old style talking He's guy, rightfully right? slow. He's very slow. Physically. 
Maybe emotionally. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he gets he gets called back up because you know the Cubs are going through some injury stuff right now. Sure. We got Carl Edwards. We got you Darvish on the uh, on the DL and things like that. Um, so he gets called back up, right? And I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. What's he gonna do with that LVP? Like, is it gonna motivate him to do well? And God damn it, if it didn't, he came in in that 14 inning game against the Mets and pitched like four or five innings and gave up like two hits and no runs and kept us in the game. He basically pitched a quality start. It was a quality start on like the Cubs starting rotation standard. Absolutely. Like on par with all that. And he looked great while he's doing it. Um, and basically helped save great, the game for him. Looked great uh, with with his his stuff, with what he was pitching, and also very handsome. He's a he's a good looking dude. He's pretty he good looking. Right in with yep. those with those beautiful eyes from Chris Bryant. That's right. That that porn hip swing from Anthony Rizzo, mm-hmm. and just that that little baby face from Luke Farrell. And fun fact about Luke Farrell: Did you know his dad is former Red Sox manager John Farrell? I did, Mike. You told me before we started recording. <laughs> Suspension of disbelief, apparently. I yeah. did not know that, Mike. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, there we go. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so that is my honorable MVP. It was I nice like to it. see him come back, take the uh, feedback that we here at Mike and of Mark course. Love the Cubs presented, and uh, see him bounce back in such a great way. And that's a lesson for, for everyone of you out there in Cubsland listening to us. If you are named an LVP, you can take that and use it. Use it to motivate yourself. Absolutely. To dig yourself out of the doldrums and to to strike back and to become even better and more powerful than you were before. Definitely. Uh, yeah. This I mean, is a fluid system. Exactly. You one week you could be LVP. One week you could be MVP. You could be an HM MVP. You could be an HM LVP. You could be an HMV. You could be a. You could be a hum. There's a lot a of There's yeah. a lot of acronyms going. You could be a Vespa that you bought when you uh, collected all your dollars from the poop fairy. That's right. Like you there's a lot of options. So many there. things. So many things. We are. Uh, you know, we're an accepting bunch here. That's Mike, right. The Cubs. You know, Mike, we've been pretty positive so far. Ooh, yeah. I'm feeling kind of pissy right now. Ooh. Let's get negative. Yeah, let's get real negative. Mike, I want to give you my LVP. Oh, you're going right for I'm it. I'm going to go right yeah, for it. Done. It's you, Darvish. Uh, Mike, I'm sticking with my LVP from last time. It again. is you, Darvish. Mark, you are a consistent son of a bitch. I, I love it. It's hard not to, Mike. It really is you know, hard not he to. Is, it, not only are his numbers terrible across the board. Oh, yeah. And he has battled a number of injuries, both minor and now this more major one right now, I guess. Uh, but looking over down there in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and seeing Jake Arrieta oh, yeah. pitching as well as he is yep. for half the amount of money. I know. It it makes it's, it's, it makes my blood boil. Oh, I, uh, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. And I'm, who knows when he's going to come back. I think Jim Hickey came out today and said it's probably going to be a few weeks and a couple of rehab starts before we get him back in the no. rotation. No, that's fine because we get to keep Monty in the lineup. Oh, and he right. has looked... Mike Montgomery has looked fantastic oh, in the yeah. starting rotation. I mean, very small sample size, so like, let's not get ahead of sure, ourselves. Sure, sure, sure. But... Oh, man, he's looked good. But Monty's been trying to be a starter on this team for years. Yeah. And every year they're like, all right, we're going to give you a shot. And then 
they're like, oh, sorry, Monty, you just missed it. Yeah, right. We got we to gotta let the other guy play now. Yeah, so uh, maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year Monty finishes out the rest of the season. Maybe. Uh, becomes Dark Horse Cy Young candidate. Absolutely. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hey, he definitely could be an MVP uh, on Michael Mark Lumber Cubs at some point, Absolutely right? he could. I mean, we, it's, it's a possibility. That's right. All right. Mike, who's your LVP? Um, similar to the pitching uh, thing and the thing that's going to potentially catapult Mike Montgomery into the starting rotation uh, I have to go with Tyler Chatwood right yeah. now. Um, I'm looking at, you know, just a very small sample size right now. His last three starts, um, he had a start against Cleveland where he went two and two-thirds innings. Blah. His next start, he went two and two-thirds innings, giving Blah. up six hits and three earned runs. Mm. And then went five and one-third inning, giving up four hits, two earned runs, which, okay, you're bouncing back a little bit. But, like, uh, you know, having an ERA that right now is just above four. I know that you can't you. So I don't want my fifth starter to be the lights out guy who's got the nasty stuff that nobody can hit or whatever. Like we've talked about this previously. Right. My number five starter is a guy that's going to keep our team in games and eat up innings. And yeah. right now he's not doing that. His control is all over the place. Yeah, he's he's like a reverse Pac Man, Mike. Whereas a Pac-Man is going to run around and eat up little balls like innings, just chomp, 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 yeah, chomp, chomp, yep, chomp, yep. chomp. I'm following you. Uh, he is uh, sort of just like pooping out runs out of his butthole yep. uh, instead of eating up the innings like he should. And, and and with the pooping out of the runs, he is not putting those runs underneath his pillow. Absolutely not. Absolutely so there's not. no return on it either. Yeah, Mike. right? He's not. He's, it's just happening. I mean, at this point... Would it be fair to say that we'd rather have just like a forty-one-year-old John Lackey, oh, like yeah. pitch punching people in their faces? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I would certainly take that at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's been rough. It's yeah, been rough it's been... to have those two guys. I mean, luckily, you know, Hendricks has been pretty good for the most part this year. He had a rough start the other night against Philly, um, but he's been pretty good for the most part. Lester has been fantastic awesome. this year, and Quintana had a, a up and down start to the season, but has gotten much better lately. Definitely, I definitely agree with you. And here's the thing, Mark is like we're two games out of first place right now. Game and a half, and like I feel. If three, two of our five starters are like hot garbage, like our if our starting pitching turns around, like it's scary. We're still leading the league in ERA, and our starting pitching has been horribly inconsistent. No. My fear is is that I want these guys to figure it out because what happened last year when we got to the playoffs, our bullpen was completely gassed and they ran out of steam. Yeah, and that's why we couldn't push through. I want our starters to start eating up some innings to take some pressure off. Uh, our relievers, so come October when we're in the playoffs, like those guys are fresh and ready to go. Right, they don't end up like James Harden in that Game 7 game against the Warriors Ooh. where he's just can't even like barely hit the rim with the ball right. because he yeah, was so exhausted. Because he's so done. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, well, that's it that's uh, for our MVP LVP. It's time to move on to our main segment yes. of, of the podcast. Uh, as you may well know, being a baseball fan, mm. Uh, there is a certain player on a certain team right now who is uh, killing it. Killing it. Respectfully. Yep. On a team that is literally... A dumpster fire. A dumpster fire in a barrel going over Niagara Falls being shot at by a gun that shoots smaller dumpster fires. And going right towards like an orphanage full of children who are just Correct. screaming. Correct. And that, of course, is uh, Manny Machado mm-hmm. of the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, since almost the season began, 
He has been bandied about as a trade target for a number of teams. Uh, right now, the Cards are looking at him real heavily. Uh, some other teams are as well. Yes, and in the past couple of weeks since our last episode, the Heat, it, it got a little hotter, the Manny Machado trade rumors, to the Cubs. There was a lot of traction there. Everybody in Chicago was talking about it. That's right. And... You know, in the words of Glenn Fry, the heat is on. Yes, absolutely. It's on the streets. Yes, in the words of the hit musical Miss Saigon, the heat is on in in Chicago. Oh, interesting. Is that really? A... No, they say the heat is on in Saigon, but oh, you know, I just you good know enough. for yeah for you know our for the story's sake, I had to you know alter it a little. When bit. did Miss Saigon come out? Uh, the eighties. But like late eighties, um, early eighties. I I don't know. Maybe after eighty four. I don't know. It's a, I really should know this. I want to know who ripped off who. I wonder if Miss Saigon ripped off Glenn Fry or if Glenn Fry ripped off Miss Saigon. Join us next week on Mike <laughs> and Mark Love the Cubs when we do our investigative point and figure out uh, that exact answer that Mark is uh, alluding to. Now, uh, so this got us thinking, right? That's there right. were lots of trade rumors out there. What are the Cubs going to give up for Manny Machado? Everybody was saying, oh, Addison Russell might be on the chopping block. And then Addison Russell was like, F that, went on an absolute tear and has been playing actually pretty well the past couple of weeks. About time. Um, yeah, about time. Um, so this got Mark and I thinking... Uh, you know, if we're going to trade for Manny Machado. And keeping in mind that trading for Manny Machado right now is trading for, at the most, three, four months of Manny Machado. Yes. He absolutely. would be a rest-of-the-season rental. Uh, he will likely not sign with uh, whatever team he joins up with unless they've got a fuckload of money and they're not going to send $400 million to Bryce Harper. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, you know, it's, it, it seems unrealistic. Um, if I'm being very serious and baseball-related, I don't want the Cubs going anywhere near Manny Machado. Absolutely not. Um, I think... We have I, Addison Russell under contract for three more years. Yeah. And he's perfectly great defensively and... Adequate offensively. Yes, and statistically right now, is offense something that we need to uh, not that we all. need to we've uh, got enough look at? we've got enough bats right now. Yeah, that's we're scoring not, runs. Yeah. We're not scoring runs consistently. Right. Um, but we are scoring runs right now, and and our need right now is not a power bat. I would think at the trade deadline, what the Cubs are going to look for is pitching. Absolutely. Um, to bolster like. up the uh, bolster up that bullpen. Um, and I still think that the Cubs are in a spot right now where our core is still under contract for a couple of years, and you've got to hold on to that to hold money for the hopefully inevitable signing of Bryce Harper. That's right. But but it's always fun to play trade machine. Yes, and, absolutely. And if we can get him without giving up any of our players, I say do it. And so Theo Epstein, Jed Hoyer, if you guys are listening, uh, Mark and I have some good trade proposals that don't involve you trading anything away baseball-related to get Manny Machado. That's right. Cue that music. And now it's time for... Manny Machado trade proposals. Ooh, I'm feeling great right I'm now. I'm feeling Mark. pumped my, up. My, the, my the machine, the trade machine is going. Yeah, man, uh, I can I'm, hear the the gears grinding. Oh, it's going. Chugga, the belts whirring. Yeah, there's steam shooting out. Ooh, I, I, whenever I envision like an imaginary machine, it's always like a steampunk contraption. Definitely. There's always lots of like whistles of steam and like belts and gears and keys and clocks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's never anything like a modern machine no, no, that no, works no, no, nice. Not at all. No, no, no. It's probably powering like an airship or like a dirigible of some kind. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like all attached to like the back of like a bicycle that's 
someone just like rides around. Right. All the yeah, time. yeah. 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 It's like, why are you riding that? Yeah, around? and you're like, like the goggles, yeah. the flying helmet, and <laughs> yep. stuff like that. Absolutely, definitely. Um, Mark, I'm gonna. I, I want you to go first on this one. Okay. So my first Manny Machado trade proposal. Okay. The Baltimore Orioles send Manny Machado to the Chicago Cubs. Okay. In exchange, yes. The Baltimore Orioles will receive their choice of any two animals from the Lincoln Park Zoo. Okay. And the use of the United Center for one hour. Just one hour. To have them fight. Yes. That's right. Do they get to introduce them like the way that the Bulls do? That's right. They're going to get... Yeah, they're going to play Sirius by the Alan Parsons Project. Yep. Uh, And then they're going to get Ray Clay, the guy who did the announcements back in the 90s, to either come back to the team or come back to life. I can't remember if he's still alive or with the team or dead. But either way, that guy is going to do it. Oh, yeah, Uh, for sure. He's going to come out and he's going to go, And now, your starting lineup... For your animal death match. Yes, absolutely. And then, like, Baltimore Orioles, you can take any two animals you want. I know for a fact that there are, uh, there's a tiger there. Yep. There's a lion there. Yep. We've got a, a few gators. We got some gorillas. There's definitely some gorillas, some chimps. Uh, we got some marmosets. If you want to go like a like a little animal versus a big animal, you can go like elephant versus you know lemur or something Ooh, a like that. David Goliath action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. There okay. is plenty of different things that you could do here, and the Lincoln Park Zoo is your oyster. Yes. Speaking of which, they might have some oysters. Ooh. Get one of those because when it's over and it's dead, you can eat that shit, you Mike. Can, yeah, absolutely. That's not delicious that's right so that's my first trade proposal i like that a lot yeah it's not bad uh okay um my i i have a couple of trade proposals okay my first thought was kind of uh, it's a package deal okay so it's not a one for one gotcha right you know in baseball it's very popular that we're gonna we're get one but we're gonna give you a, a couple of things and it's not like you know really big flashy things but you know the sum of all of its parts add up to that. Right. The money has to match up. Right. Absolutely. So, you know what, Baltimore, you know what I'm going to give you? I'm going to give you all of just the stereotypical Chicago bullshit that most people who live in Chicago don't really care about, but you think we do. Oh, interesting. I'm talking deep dish pizza. Oh, get rid of it. Take it. Take it away. Send it away. Uh, I'm talking uh, ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, I mean, we don't do that here anyways, but sure. like, you, I will grant you the permission to put ketchup on a hot dog. Sure. Hey, that's pretty nice uh, of you, Mike. We'll give you some corrupt politicians. Hey, that's a pretty good Ra- deal, too. Rahm Emanuel. You can just take him right away. Yeah, you can take Rahm Emanuel and his almost all of his fingers have himself. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, the fourth thing that I would put in there is uh, the bean in Millennium Park. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'll package that all together. Interesting. Yeah, because like, you know what? The bean, it's cool, but like, you go there... There's all these people there. There's selfie sticks. Everybody's in the way. Everybody takes the same goddamn picture every time you go and like you think you're taking an original photo or something like that. Newsflash, not very original because everybody friggin' does it. Sure, everybody's taking the I'm being crushed by the bean picture. Yeah, it's like you're not being crushed by the bean and and also like I, I don't care. Right. Wow, so you're going to send the Cloudgate sculpture, yeah. commonly known as the Bean, in exchange for Manny Machado. I like that. In addition right? to all of those other things. In addition to deep dish pizza, the permission to put ketchup on hot dogs. And corrupt politicians. And corrupt politicians. Mike, that's a pretty great that's a deal. Big, and you know what? You got to think like, oh, oh, Chicago's just giving away a bunch of stuff that they don't want. But like, I'm giving away a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, that is a lot of stuff, Mike. And honestly, if we didn't want corrupt politicians, Mike, we would have gotten rid of them a long time ago. Yeah, um, yeah and they're here to stay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So if anything, we're losing this yeah. deal, Mike. <laughs> yeah, we are. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, so, Mark, go ahead and give me uh, do you have, do you have a second I trade do, proposal? I do. Of course, oh, of course oh, I do. Perfect. Mike, give it to me, Mike, buddy. My second trade proposal is very simple. Uh, I am going to trade. So the Baltimore Orioles will send Manny Machado to the Chicago Cubs. Okay. In exchange, the Chicago Cubs will send to Baltimore the remains of Sue the T-Rex from the Field Museum. That's right. The most complete Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton in the history of the planet. That's, that's a bold move, Will Mark. be packed up, shipped out, sent to Baltimore. Will she be packed up in, like, like will they, will they take her apart and put her back together? Or will she be, like... It completed as Sue, and they'll just like put her on a train and just. Take oh her no you know no no, Mike! She's gonna be going there intact, already put together like the way she is right okay, now. Okay, cool, cool. She'll cool. be wrapped up with some bubble wrap. We'll just put it in, like a pool or something so it doesn't bounce around too yeah, much. Yeah, maybe that like uh, that ca- maybe a bunch of like caution tape just wrapped around. Yeah, her yeah, like yeah. That. Just so people are careful. Maybe like a fragile sticker on her yeah, or something for like sure. that. Absolutely. Real simple. Now the reason I'm doing this, Mike, is one we've had Sue for a very long time. Very long time. Uh, I feel like she's not even uh, recently. She was actually taken out of the great hall at the field museum and moved into the dinosaur exhibit proper uh to make a way for a new dinosaur skeleton that they're putting down there wow Uh, so she she's already kind of lost some of her star power anyways okay she's a fading uh superstar you know towards the end of her career i think at this point it's better to just get what you can for her and if that is manny machado i say let's do it okay also it will also, like, spite the field museum a little bit. And considering I, I work in my day job for a competing museum whose name I shall not mention, Ooh. it will also uh, bring me a bit of joy Ooh, as well. Ooh, I like that. I like yeah. that as well. You bring up a lot of good points. The fact that, like, she's Sue is kind of losing her luster mm-hmm. and kind of fading away. She's kind of like the Albert Pujols of, uh, of dinosaurs right That's now. That's right, yeah. Me. You know, and you better, you know, you got to get rid of her and get some value out of her while you while you still can. That's right, because at this point, you, what are you going to, you can't, you know, Sue, you can't just uh, throw another $100 million contract her way. No, no, She's no. never going to produce like that again. You know, send her somewhere else where she can kind of help a rebuilding team, mm-hmm. you know, learn the ins and outs of paleontology uh, and, you know, uh, maybe mentor some people. Absolutely. Mark, this is a, this seems like a very win-win trade. Yes, absolutely, Mark. Yeah, definitely. Okay, Mark, I have my second trade proposal. Let me do and it. And I, um, my last trade proposal was a, uh, you know, a package deal. Of course. Um, my next two, though, they're just one for one. Gotcha. Real simple. In exchange, the Baltimore Orioles will send to Chicago Manny Machado. And in exchange for Manny Machado, the Chicago Cubs will give the Baltimore Orioles Kanye. I'll just give you Kanye. You know what? I'm all right with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was all Chicago there for a while, but now Chance the Rapper has kind of slipped in. And, like, I feel like Chance the Rapper is my guy. He's, like, the Chicago guy right now. And Kanye got all Hollywood, and he's making shoes and, you know, making really depressing albums after listening to The Cure for 48 hours straight. Sure, um, and supporting President Sex Criminal yeah, and all absolutely. sorts of other things. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm just, I, I feel like that there are a number of people out there who would be like, yeah, Kanye. We don't need Kanye anymore. I mean, to be fair, Kanye hasn't been a Chicago fixture in so long. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, while we can still claim him as our own, that's why we will be trading him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, for Manny Machado. Uh, 
I don't feel bad about this. No. Chance the Rapper has definitely supplanted him as the the current Chicago rapper. Uh, you know, he donated a bunch of money to Chicago Public Schools. Definitely. He will recently, he will soon be starring in a movie called Chew, where he plays a werewolf pizza delivery driver. What? Yeah, I think it's called Chew. No, I think it's called Slice. It's Slice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's oh. an A24 movie. I've been looking forward to it for a very long time. He plays a werewolf pizza delivery driver, and I'm very excited. Wow. Plus, I don't know if you saw when Chance the Rapper uh, hosted SNL, mm-hmm. but he was actually really good. He's really funny. I was surprised. Yeah, like, he's great. He's a really strong actor. He's also real small. Oh, is he's he? super cute. Yeah, yeah, he's real short. Oh, yeah, like he's it. real that's cute. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, fuck Kanye. We can send yeah, him fuck, to Baltimore. I'm, I'm done with it. Absolutely. Let, send him to Baltimore. Let him hang out there. He can have a bunch of like blue crab and you know have a good time. I'm sure. Yep. I'm sure Kim will have a great time out there too. Yep. Sell a bunch of shoes. Yeah, exactly. Live your dream. Okay, Mark, uh, do you have a third and final trade proposal for us? I do, us? of course, Mike. I do, I do. Uh, once again, the Baltimore Orioles will send Manny Machado to the Chicago Cubs. This is a package deal, Mike. Mm-hmm. The Chicago Cubs will send to the Baltimore Orioles the entire Chicago Bulls organization. <laughs> Except for Laurie McCannon. Okay. Laurie McCannon gets to stay. Okay. I love the finisher. Yeah, absolutely. He is Dirk. He's the homeless man's Dirk Nowitzki, but that's okay. I want him. I like him so much. But everybody else. Everyone else can go. They can buy. Don't care. Gar Foreman. Yeah. Gar Foreman. Oh, John Paxson. Gone. Uh, Chris Dunn. Gone. Denzel Valentine. Gone. Uh, Nawaba. Gone. Get rid of them all. Zach I, I'm going to plead my case for Denzel Valentine. Okay. I... I not basketball related. Oh, okay. Um, he came to my place of employment once, and a bunch of kids were there, and were very excited that Denzel Valentine was there. And he took a lot of time and hung out with them and talked to them and stuff. And at the end of it, he uh, told these kids that they should stay in school, and he's going to do a good deed for them, and they have to pay it forward. And he gave a kid a hundred dollar bill, and really? it was the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Okay, so I'm. Let me, he can stay. He Denzel Valentine can stay too. Yeah. So that and so that means the the Bulls get the hold on to Denzel Valentine. Laurie Markkanen, uh, and then they got the seventh pick in the draft this year. Yep. Uh, so good start. Yeah. So whoever they got, we got we got a lot of money uh, on, off the books right now. So LeBron, if you're listening, and we know you are, yep, come on down to Chicago and hang out with the finisher and Denzel Valentine. And absolutely, and like the Vegas Golden Knights have a good track record of being a first year expansion team and doing pretty well. So I feel sure. like the the uh, newly minted Chicago Bulls uh, post Manny Machado trade. There's there's some optimism there. Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, once uh, Manny Machado's done with baseball season, he can totally play for the Bulls too. Oh yeah, months. totally, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, as long as he's got like a you know mid range shot or whatever and play defense, that's all I care about. Yeah, yeah, that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Mark, I like that idea a lot. It's a pretty good idea. Okay, Mark, are you ready for my final trade proposal? A final trade proposal for all of Manny Machado. Of course. It is a like for like trade proposal. Yes. The Chicago Cubs will receive Manny Machado. Okay. From the Baltimore Orioles in exchange for Lollapalooza. Oh, yes. Because fuck Lollapalooza. Fuck that Fuck place. that. Fuck all the hipsters in their denim shorts just coming and doing all of the drugs and creating a zoo out of the city of Chicago, uh, the city of Chicago for a weekend. Yeah, fuck the, all the people who leak out of Lollapalooza and walk into businesses and like piss all over the public bathrooms yeah. and uh, take shits in the street. Yep. Uh, fuck the noise. Fuck how it ruins my commute getting to and from work yep. uh, to the museum that shan't be named because uh, streets get closed down and people walk in front of buses. and oh, It's, it's the worst. It's, it's terrible and just like it brings the average age of the city of Chicago down 
exponentially because there's just so many young people running around. Ugh, it's ugh. Yeah, it's it's awful, Mike. It's yeah. terrible. Mark, we turned into cranky old men a little bit in that last little. Well, Mike, I don't like bit. new music. I no. All new music is too loud, and I don't like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just, I just standing around in a field for four days listening to music just doesn't. Sound no, really it doesn't. I'd rather sit on my porch and yell at kids to get off my lawn. Yeah, absolutely. Also, remind me to get a lawn someday, Mike. Okay, great. And and a porch. Okay. Uh, Those and- are very attainable goals. Uh, oh, I don't know. That'd take you like half a year from the poop ferry. Mm, uh, not if you sell my credit score. Okay. Let's hey. move on, Mike. That was the end of Manny Machado's trade proposal. Uh, that's good, Mark. Uh, I know, I know the Chicago Cubs are definitely listening. I feel like we brought up some really good trade proposals for Manny Machado. Yeah, absolutely. So if you can make any of those happen, that'd be great. Uh, and then just like shout us out, just yeah. give us credit for yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I would definitely, you know, whether you give us monetary credit for it. Or, yeah, maybe like a plaque. Yeah, or maybe or, one of the, a brick out front. Oh, definitely. Maybe a season, a, maybe just season tickets. Season tickets would be great. Yeah, yeah. A box or something. Um, I, hell, I'd even take a T-shirt. Uh, yeah, I'd take a t-shirt, too. Maybe two yeah. t-shirts. You want one for each of us. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I want one t-shirt that we will collectively wear together. Ooh. You're talking about, like, a 6XL shirt that we can both fit inside? Absolutely. And if it was even, like, a 2XL shirt, I'd be like, that's okay, we'll make it work. <sighs> I don't know, Mike. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be kind of fun to try, though. Uh, it might be fun for you. I'll wear my thong. Done. Yes. Deal. All right. Here we go. All right. Mike, um, you're good at business. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm a, I'm a good negotiator. Um, Mark, we, we've talked about a lot today. We've done so much. We, uh, a lot of a lot of happiness. I feel like there's a lot of positivity in this podcast, yeah. right? When the Cubs are doing well, I feel good about myself. That's right. right? Mark, we're going to take a sharp turn down the negative mm-hmm. negative lane. We're going to wrap things up with our uh, our segment that we end every podcast with. Our venerable segment. Yes. Where we say, Fuck you, Dusty Baker. Fuck you, Dusty Baker. Fuck you, Dusty Baker. Yeah. Oh, just saying his name makes me mad. Oh, just saying his name God. makes me God. mad. Fucking Dusty Baker. Fucking hate you so much. Mark. I'm going to go first. I'm just go first, Mike. Do it. Go first. Okay. So I was looking up, um, you know, historical Dusty Baker uh, guffaws, if you will. Sure. Right? And I was looking up um, definitely uh, a, a game in the uh, game six of the World Series in 2002 when he was with the San Francisco Giants. Right. They were up five to nothing going into the seventh inning. Russ Ortiz was pitching and pitching an absolute gem. And what did Dusty Baker do? He took him out. He took him out, and he was like, it's the playoffs. you got to take your, your pitcher out after, after like, three innings. And then he put his uh, relief guy in in the seventh inning, and they ended up blowing the no. game. And it was a game-clinching world no. Series. And they could win the World Series, and they were three innings away from it, and he pulled the guy in the seventh for what no goddamn reason. And what I will say fuck you, Dusty Baker, too, is that I know, undoubtedly, this was one of the things that started the chain reaction, that now it is customary for managers to have the shortest of short leashes for pitchers in the playoffs. And that is one thing in baseball I really hate in the postseason. Yes, absolutely, Mike. And I think it's all his fault. I think so. Which is really interesting, because he actually has a reputation for leaving pitchers in too long. Uh, and in this instance, he didn't. And it seems like after he left the Cubs and killed Mark Pryor and Kerry Wood. At the same time. At yep. the same time. 
with a shovel. Yep. Uh, at night, in the study. Yep. He. It's almost like he learned his lesson, but overcorrected. Yo, which def- makes it even worse. Definitely. Uh, Mike, that's a really good fuck you, Dusty yeah, Baker. Yeah, fuck you, Dusty Baker. You, Mike. You dickhead. Like, one bad mistake in a, a really long time. It just affected... That's the origin story. Yeah. I'm Mike, off. I, uh, I'm going to be real honest with you. Okay. I forgot that we might be saying fuck you, Dusty Baker. Oh. And I didn't... I didn't look... Up anything. Okay. So I'm just gonna give like a general fuck you, Dusty Baker. Yeah. Just for like continuing to exist. Yeah. In baseball. Fuck you, Dusty Baker. Yeah, just get out of baseball. You know, we You got fired so many times. Turns out baseball don't want you, Dusty. And yet somehow you keep sticking around. You always managed to claw your way back. You weathered the Coke scandal. You weathered blowing a Cubs World Series shot. You blew the Giants. You blew the Nationals. You couldn't do it. The Reds. The Reds. You blew so many shots. And somehow, you always managed to just reinsinuate yourself into our lives. It's the worst. And so, Mike, I will say, fuck you, Dusty Baker, mm. for being so... So, so, I'm stalling because I can't think of the word when you're like always doing the same thing. You're being persistent. Persistent. Yes. So persistent. Fucking asshole. You prick. Well, Mike, that was pretty good. I felt pretty good about that. I felt pretty happy about that. You know, like I I let that happen. I let my emotions Mm -hmm. get the best of me there. And uh, now I've come out of it and I feel really good. Yeah, and Mike, you look great. Thank you. You got a nice glow about you. Look, you lost a couple pounds that since you came in here. I think blowing all that steam out. Oh, it like, just like yeah, yeah, it all yeah. out. The Cubs are currently winning right now. They're up three to nothing on the Phillies. Fantastic. So we'd like to see that as well. So uh, tomorrow when this uh, so tomorrow for us it'll be today for you when this episode comes out mm. J- June seventh. Hopefully the uh, the Cubs are still winning that game and or have won that game. And we are just flying that W flag. That's right. That's, what I, that's all I can hope for. Um, yeah, this was really great. Uh, join us next time for our next episode. Like us on Facebook. And Mike and Mark love the Cubs. So we love the love, love the listens. Uh, we always have a good time doing this. Uh, Mark, it's great to see you. Mike, it's always a pleasure to see Ooh, you. Ooh, I love it. I love you. I love you too. Yeah. And we love you, listeners. Especially John Lackey. Definitely John Lackey. Mike and Mark Love the Cubs is a production of Mike and Mark Love the Cubs, starring Mike Maloney and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating or review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Mike and Mark Cubs, or email us at Mike and Mark Cubs at gmail.com.